You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank. Welcome back to Recovered Life. It's Damon Frank, and I am here again with my favorite life and recovery strategist, George Snyder. How you doing, George? Damon, it's good to see you. Really good seeing you. You know, you know what the buzz is right now in the recovery community? Goals, 20, 21 goals, how to set them and how to make sure that you achieve them in 2021. And uh, let me ask you, uh, it seems to me you want to be realistic about your goals. I think so many of us set ourselves up for failure. And, but how we, how that, what does that look like when you're coming at it from a place of recovery? Yeah. You know, for it's, it's, you know, for over three decades, um, almost three decades, I've been a huge goal setter in recovery. Uh, you know, I did it wrong the first couple of years, you know, and I progressively have gotten it better and I've gotten better and better and better at it over the years. And I think the, I, I think for me, you know, it's a process and we were talking about this process on the phone earlier this week and, you know, we have kind of boiled it down and I know you and I both in our coaching that we do with, with people in early recovery, especially, but also people with decades of, of sobriety, you know, have a really hard time setting and executing and staying on track with the goals that they set in recovery. They really, it's, it's something that people struggle with a lot. Well, it's about finding balance. I think there's a big piece of it is like doing something and being, knowing that it's a reasonable, keeping it reasonable. And I don't know about you, reasonable is very hard for me to, to find sometimes I'm all out or I, I've quit in, in despair, you know, finding that middle ground of what can, what, what is achievable, what's reasonable. Well, you said balance and, you know, part of the thing in with setting goals is in recovery, why it's particularly hard for people in recovery sometimes to set goals, especially recovery goals, things that are centered on the recovery, is that we are a lot of times magical thinkers when it comes to setting goals, right? And we, we don't really think it through. And I think the, the first thing that, that we always try to do is, is, is to, to be realistic, I'm, I'm a very big thinker and I like to set really big goals and I've achieved really big goals, you know, in, in, in recovery, but you want to be realistic about what and define it. What am I actually setting the goal for? You know, what is the goal? Right. And take a deep breath and that pause. And so much of it for me is about the anxiety I get into and I, I got to take it. I, I got to do this right away. No, maybe not. Maybe I just need to sit down and pause and what's the next obvious and reasonable step to take in this case? Does that make and sense? If you're in, yeah, absolutely. And if you're in early recovery, you might have been doing this for, you know, six months or so, and you're in a 12-step program and you have to do certain steps, or you are working with a therapist or a coach, and you're trying to do certain things in your life. It could be making amends. It could be, you know, breaking habits or different things that you do. And I think really defining them and getting it down. And, you know, George, you know me, I, you will see me around town and I'm always pulling out of my pocket 
three by five cards. I I'm very succinct on, on actually what my goals are. I really want to be able to see it, read it and understand it. Understand where we, uh, where we're going and where we've been. You know, I always say, you know, people say, I, I, I got to go on a diet. I got I to gotta lose some weight. What'd you eat yesterday? I, I, I didn't know. You know, I've been living on caffeine and sugar for who knows how long, but I'm suddenly going to have nothing but carrots. You know what I mean, it's just like it's not a, a reasonable. Put myself on a budget. Yeah. What do I spend in yeah. a week? I don't know. So it, yeah. getting to a place of where have I been? Where am I going? What seems reasonable? What's the next right step? Exactly. And I think the biggest, you know, the second part of this, which I always say, and I use this a lot in coaching is you, once you've defined it and you put it down and I say on paper, right. And right. for me, I, you know, people who know me, I carry my goals with me on three by five cards, right. I have my bigger goals. And then what I do is I break it down on the back of the three by five card in actually execution steps, the steps I need to do from from one to 10, if that's it, or 20 or 30, of what it's actually going to take for me to be able to achieve the goal. And I look at it in bite-sized pieces because knowing how you're going to execute the goal is almost more important than having the goal. All the steps, it's so important. People want to get, get it uh, and, and realize that there are a whole bunch of things involved, a whole bunch of steps involved in a particular goal. Just write them down. And just keep a list, a to-do mm -hmm. list. Keep a to-do list. We don't, doesn't mean we're going to do them all on Sunday night and be done on Monday. You know, we'll, we won't be able to get out of bed on Monday. But you could just see, break it down, break it down. What's the next right thing to do? And then, Yeah, I loved how we'll, you said about, uh, you know, about framing, too, about being realistic. You know, if I need to cut down on sugar, maybe I'm cutting down if I have dessert every night. Uh, you know, my first step of the goal is to cut out two nights a week, then three nights and four nights, right? Then it becomes a, then it becomes a habit and then I'm doing it. Then it becomes a way of life. Right. right. And um, that's, that's the big thing. And as you said, whether it's three by car, five cards or uh, a list, but becoming aware, where are you today? But so many of us want to, don't even want to look at today because we got to, Oh my gosh, we got to get to next week. And why not just sit down, sit down, look where we are, be aware, and then move forward from there. Yeah. And this is would, why this just, just to jump in too, because this is one thing I really want to make sure that we have time to talk about here is accountability. This is where accountability comes in. And I know you are the host of the old school men's mastermind, which a lot of it is about accountability and recovery, right? How, how important accountability is. Damon, so much of this is about being able to be connected with a group that knows what you're trying to achieve. Maybe not knowing your long distance goals. I think sometimes the things that I aspire to, I don't want to disclose that because I'm working on it, but I can keep people current with where I am today. I can be accountable to setting reasonable goals, reasonable expectations for myself, and then be able to share that as a kind of, look what I did. People support us in our, uh, they really do. If I'm open with a community and keeping uh, keeping current with people. Does, if that well, you know, one of the things that I took away from the old school group in 2020 was when we went over some of the goals that people wanted to achieve in 2021, some of the more high performing people, and I'm talking 
You know, these are the people you want what they have. They have great relationships. It's, you know, many of them are incredibly accomplished financially and in their careers, right? These are people who play full out in recovery. And, um, you know, a lot of the goals of some of the bigger people that played out were very, very small. It seemed very small to me. Like, I want to make sure that my room is clean or I make my bed or my space looks nicer, right? They weren't these, they were things that they knew after being decades of playing full out in sobriety years that would make a major shift in their, in their recovery. Right, right. It's not necessarily these uh, giant uh, milestones that we're seeking, Damon. It's a lot of times it's just being more aware, being more uh, organized in my environment, being more present, and being more accountable to the group. I, I, I'm a firm believer, and we've all heard it, the, the book ending. I'm going to do this, you guys, and then be able to report back. I did it. And that is a powerful incentive, I think, for all of us, A, to keep current with a group, but also to keep current with ourselves, to recognize that I am doing this and I can be accountable. I can let people know. I can, and if I say I'm going to be responsible, that I am. Yeah. Yeah. Accountability is the key. And you know, uh, one of the keys that I have learned with myself and also just coaching over the years is that with accountability, you want a core group of the right people that they know what your goals are and they know what you're willing to do to be able to get them. Right. But not everyone, not everybody, because, you know, and this is especially true with recovery is that, you know, sometimes we come into a situation where we're in recovery, but the world around us is not in recovery. Right. So we're trying to navigate with these new spiritual principles and, you know, we're doing fairly a good job. And then, we come across people who aren't, and that's a huge major roadblock. And not everybody has the tools to communicate and to be able to support you. So there are some goals that you have that maybe you don't share with a parent, a sister, a friend. Maybe it's just not appropriate to share with those particular people. Well, and Damon, you know, you make an important point because sometimes we're getting confirmations and affirmations from total strangers. People yeah. who you meet at a, just a social gathering yeah. and they say, I can't lose this 20 pounds I gained since I started quit smoking. And I'm like, mm, oh, that's too bad. You just asked me, I don't even know you. And you asked me to confirm that. That's not yeah. such a great idea. Again, being aware of what I disclose and what where I'm seeking approval or confirmation from others. Maybe what he should have said, I quit smoking. And I would have said, as any, good for you. Good for exactly. you. Make sure that when you're getting people to affirm and confirm that you're that you're doing that with things you really want to hold on to. Yes, yes. Because sometimes in recovery, you're around people, especially in early recovery, where you're not able to sort through. Um, as, a, as a wise friend told me, it's not always the hotbed of mental wealth, right? So some of the advice that you're getting and some of the, the confirming that you're getting isn't always good you know, in, in, in early recovery, depending on who you're getting it from. Yeah. And Damon too, you know, sometimes it's just be, to be aware of what I, my default and we all have different ones and it all comes and goes, but I mean, sometimes my default is to complain. How's Mm -hmm. it going? Mm -hmm. Oh, traffic was terrible. And what am I going to get from somebody? Yeah, really is confirming, affirming things. I don't want to affirm and confirm in my life. Right. 
Yeah, these are really great takeaways. These are great takeaways. And I know that, you know, we have enough practical experience in recovery and also working with others that we know that if you apply these strategies to setting your recovery goals, you're going to be in a much better place at the end of the year, right, than you are. And and if you haven't necessarily, um, you know, reached the goals that you wanted in 2020, you know, it's not too late if you're still alive in 2021. If you're you're still alive and you're hearing this, you could still reach those goals, right? I mean, it's not over until it is over. Yeah. I think you got more choices than you think sometimes. That's been my experience. And I watch with people and I say, I can't, there's nothing I can do about it. Really? You just confirmed that. Maybe, maybe we should stop. Maybe we have a choice in the things we choose to say we can't do or can do. Just looking at it again, being aware, being present, having those cards that you carry, like you carry in your pocket, Damon, like to having that to-do list on my desk. I don't know what to do today. Well, I got a whole list of stuff. What's the next right thing to do? Yeah. yeah. And how can I confirm what it is I want, really want? Because people will do it. People are more than happy to say, yeah, I hear you. That's right. So let's make sure that what I'm asking them to say I'm right about is something I really want. Yeah. And pick that good accountability and confirmation group wisely. You know, when you when you're when you're going in, like really look and say, do they have something I want? Have I seen them been able to overcome certain things? Right. And I'm looking up to them about how they're doing that before you just run off and start telling everybody your goals. And then you get over your head and then you don't know what to do and you forget about them. Right. Yeah. Good point. Well, I know, I know you as well as I want to wish everybody happy goal setting in 2021. Best year ever. (laughs) It is going to be the best year ever. Thanks so much. Another great episode of Recovered Life. And I'll talk to you soon, George. Yes, you will, Damon. Thanks. Keep the conversation going. Join Recovered Life, a community of like-minded people who are looking to live their best recovered lives. Membership is free, and you can apply at recoveredlife.us.